All right, welcome. Welcome back to College Choice. This is Vince, and I'm joined today by, by Josh here. Hello. How you doing, man? Not pretty good. Quarantine sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah, so it's been a while since we've talked, man. What, what have you been up to? Man, still uh, working out, that kind of thing. Uh, getting a lot of progress that I've actually been able to see on myself, which is pretty cool. Uh, school, that kind of thing. I got all A's in my classes. If I do good enough on my uh, research paper, which I think I'm going to, finished that already. Things are pretty good, man. What about you? That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, quarantine sucks, like you said, but I've been trying to keep busy myself, and um, I've been skating every day still, even though it's, uh, the parks are closed, and um, I'm just kind of skating around my house and the streets um, around my my house. Yeah, and like I've seen like a lot of progress as well, man. Um, it's kind of kept me up, even though like sometimes you know it's felt like I've done nothing all day. Just being, yeah, like uh, being out of work, you know, it's been really weird. Yeah, especially because like you start to miss it. You're like, man, I'm not a very social person, but I never thought I would miss being social. Exactly, exactly. So, what what kind of progress have you been seeing, man? Oh man, uh, let's see, I can lift a lot more weight now. Uh, I went from being, you know, scrawny, only being able to like curl 15 pounds, and now I can do the 30 pound dumbbells like it's nothing. Uh, I can do more pull ups now, uh, I can run faster, I can see on myself like just definition of muscle and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Okay. Uh, going to the gym, that kind of sucks, having to do home workouts, but it is what it is. Oh, okay, so you just been working out at home? Yeah. It's kind of like a full set of dumbbells and all that. Sweet, sweet. Heck yeah, man. So what, what kind of choices have you been waking, making during this quarantine time, man? Uh, man, uh, good choices. I feel like I've been making sure that I eat healthy, uh, stay positive in my attitude, stuff like that, forcing myself to work out, even though home workouts aren't the best. Uh, I have a drink every now and then, but nothing too big, you know, a few glasses of wine. Uh, Heck yeah, man, especially since nothing's open or can be open. Um, even though yeah. it's weird how Texas is gonna open uh, things tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that's, crazy. So, that's so weird. Um, how do you feel about going back to work? I, I'm a little nervous about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's cool definitely. that we all have to wear masks and stuff like that. That makes it better, but it's still just kind of like that's a high traffic area. And if we have 160 people, like 25% of our occupation is still a lot of people, you know? And yeah, I just, I'm young and I know young people get affected by the virus and stuff like that. No one is immune or whatever, but I'm young, so I'm not as worried about it as to like our customers who are all really old and they could all die. And it's just like, man, I don't think it's the right decision, but I mean, if your boss says you gotta go to work, you gotta go to work. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm really more worried about them, and I know for a fact that they're gonna want to go out, you know, because just, they're basically addicted to bingo, man. Yeah. That's so crazy. Um, I don't know how I feel about it either, but I guess um, as long as we're taking all the precautions, hopefully nothing really bad goes on. I'm yeah, hoping for the best. Um, 
times have been weird, man. Um, I've been doing these podcasts with these other guys, and they they've been just talking about how um, how they've been trying to keep busy as well, you know, during these times, and it's kind of hard, especially if if you're just home all day, you know. I've I've been trying to be keep uh, busy by like doing all the yard work and all that, you know. I mow every week and like weed eat and like try to do and add more like plants to the uh, new place I, I got and um, I don't know trying to keep busy man. yeah man I understand that it's like when you like run out of stuff to do like the other day my dad asked me to do some yard work and uh, go you know pick up all the dog poop and mow and weed eat and stuff like that and like it took like a few hours I'm like man now I, I can only play video games there's nothing else to do yeah exactly I, I mean, I, I do all my schoolwork and I haven't been procrastinating on that, which is nice. Whenever I had it, but now it's like, man, that that is Tuesday, so there's gonna be. I mean, we're going back to work, so that'll be a nice break up of the monotony. Yeah. Yeah, I catch myself watching a lot of Netflix now too. Like I like more than I have been these last couple of months or the months before we were inside all all the time, man. I've watched so many shows and movies, I can't even keep up what I've seen in already, like, because, <laughs> like, I do run out of stuff as well, man, like, I find myself on my phone more, like, uh, I noticed the, it, you, iPhones keep up with, like, how much screen time you have in the week, right, and it was up, like, each week, like, it was, like, the hours just kept going up, like, just because, like, I keep losing track of what I'm yeah. doing, I don't know, because there's not much else. See, when it comes to that. Oh, because there's not, uh, I was just saying that, because there, there's not much else to do, you know? Yeah, and I think, like, for anyone listening to this, or, like, even for you and I, it's important to remember that, like, things aren't normal right now. You should do that yourself just because you're spending more time on, you know, social media, video games, that kind of thing. I mean, there's nothing else to do unless you want to get sick, which is not worth it. Definitely. On Netflix, like, I started The Next Generation. Uh, Star Trek Next Generation, mm-hmm. like, and I'm almost done with it, and it's like a lot of content, man, like seven seasons, 45 minutes an episode, like, and it's crazy, just like, I'm almost done, I'm like, no, no, I have to go watch something else, so I understand where you're coming from there. <laughs> yeah, man, but, um, you know, like I said, I've been skating a lot, and so that's, that's been really good for me, because, like, at least I'm getting, like, some sun each day, and, like, you know, I, I, I can yeah. definitely see progress, I've learned a couple of tricks now that like I wasn't able to do before like and like it's gonna lead on to like other things so like it's it's pretty cool like I started doing this thing actually um I, where I write down like a thing I do like podcasting or skating or um or just working or like just and then like branch out like into bubbles of like where it can go like the goals and then those goals will have like like next goals it's like a tree like a skill tree like like you cross off the thing that leads to this other big thing like once I learn how to like jump with my board I can jump and then flip the board and then flip the board and then do this like and like it's like helping me like keep track of like like the progress you know that's awesome yeah yeah so like I feel like it's like a new way of like uh, journaling basically like um, it's been like eight months now since I started trying to journal each day and like I've been really consistent with it like even if like I don't get all the things done in my journal um, I'm still doing the journaling each day so that 
it leads to like productivity you know like I can definitely feel like my attitude and everything has been different you know yeah. especially like during these times inside like beforehand if I didn't have anything like journaling to keep up with what I'm gonna do I would just be inside all day like literally just in the room on my phone like, which is fine yeah. which is fine but like I, like now I, I see myself trying to keep busy even though like you know there's not much to do it, you know I, I'm still trying to uh, uh, I guess keep up with my mental health you know yeah which is important man I agree and I haven't really journaled as much I always write down like my exercise stuff and my reps and that thing so I guess it's kind of journaling it's not as big as like you know keeping track of all my uh, daily activities and stuff which is uh -huh. really cool I should I think I'm gonna try that too it kind of sucks like you think about like I broke my toe you're talking about skateboarding I broke my toe kicking a, uh, a couch oh my so god really it's really hard oh, man, and I can't run and it's driving me crazy I can't get out there and run yeah and I, had, I went and bought an exercise bike because I just couldn't take it anymore I had to do some form of cardio and uh -huh. I don't do that it's fun to do that but it, it's it kind of drives you crazy especially when you run for so long 14 years you're like ah part of me is missing like if that makes sense definitely like um when I do stretches um I usually try to do like things with my arms and like you know like try to pop like everything and since my arm has been or my wrist has been broken these last couple of months it's been really hard and like like now that's healing yeah. I can like sort of try to do like a, a push-up formation but it's still very hard like I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to do that at all after it like it's healed you know so it's kind of I kind of get where you're coming from man so injuries suck yeah yeah man for sure but you gotta heal through them can't overdo it you yeah. hurt yourself more yeah <laughs> exactly yeah make the right choices to uh, help uh, help yourself heal you gotta take care of your body definitely so you said you've been going to school still um how, how what have been has been going on with that man uh well for my communications class uh, I, I've, I've aced that man got a hundred on the file a hundred on the last test it's kind of cool because they uh, they didn't just like throw everything online. We have to use Microsoft Teams, and we uh, actually go to class every day, and uh, you get to see the teacher and everything like that. You can talk to all your classmates and the teacher, which is it's a nice touch. It's not just oh you're online now, you never get to talk to your professor again. And for Lawrence uh, class, now it's really cool. We were doing ten page research papers, and I thought about writing about World War One. But I felt like that's been a cop out because I know a lot about World War One. Mm -hmm. So I decided to write about esports and um, oh. their sport. Yeah, man, and it was really cool. And uh, I was actually talking to Moreland at 11 whenever I had my grade conference. He was telling me about how he really enjoyed the paper and it kind of opened the perspective for him and stuff. And it, it, it was really, really cool to write about, especially because I've been watching a lot of like Overwatch League. I've been trying to get into like the uh, League of Legends World Championship and see what I can find out there because it's really cool to watch esports and I love sports and esports are the only sports on right now you know so exactly that's, that's, that's awesome man yeah. okay man so um what have what did you find out about esports man I'm kind of interested in what, what that is so a lot of crazy stuff like uh, so you would think the physicality is what stops people from considering esports as sports and I've had about half my paper five or six pages was about that about comparing it to golf archery 
motorsports and like I got into detail about like the difference between uh, gross motor skills and fine motor skills. Gross motor skills are they take big muscles, your calves, your back, things like that to perform effectively. And fine motor skills are like your hands and your fingers and maybe sort of the smaller muscle groups. And uh, what I found out is things like archery only require, for the most part, you know, drawing back the bow is kind of a gross uh, motor sports thing. You gotta use your back. But they don't focus on that. They focus on the fine skills you have to develop to be able to do it. And I was able to compare that to like aiming and being able to combo abilities and things like that. Yeah. Pressing the button. And I got into how uh, whenever you, um, when you're pressing the button faster, like, so when you're playing chess, chess is not a sport because there has to be a, a physicality to it. You physically touch the pieces, but no matter how fast you move the pieces, it doesn't determine how you win. But with esports, pressing the button faster than someone does determine how you win. And that was something I really dug into. And then, like I said, how you think people think physicality is the thing holding it back. It's actually the institutionalization of it. Coaches, uh, things like that, um, a governing body, officials, things that like, you know, riot, they dictate what happens in League of Legends. Yeah. Whereas in uh, football, the referees do. So it's just, uh, it's something to look at. I think that's what's holding back esports from being a sport, is not having someone to govern it. That's crazy. But like you said, like, um, it, there's a lot that goes into like the competition of esports, like uh, clicking the button faster than someone, and that like you know there is training with it, right? Because what I've been doing, yeah, what I've been doing the, this past month too, since since it's been, I've we've mostly been inside. Um, I've also been kind of training my aim, because like FPS games have actually. Like been a thing in my life since like I could remember because the Philippines like we we had like those these internet cafes but it was a lot of computers in one like room and like it was basically made for gaming and like we would have Counter Strike like competitions and like there was be there was Dota one uh, you know games every day and, like land you know and and so those kinds of games have been like around me and like I feel like. I have like some kind of skill in that so that I could hone, you know. So I've been training my aim on this thing called Aim Hero, and five minutes a day just trying to uh, shoot at a practice range in this like little app um, really has improved my aim in other games like uh, Apex or, or Counter Strike and all this. Yeah, and it's crazy how like how like just a little bit of training each day can like improve your skill like it's it, it's crazy how like muscle memory works you know uh, yeah I, I would like to try my aim man because i you know i have mechanic down but not so much aim like i couldn't go play overwatch and play mccree or widowmaker or han so i'd destroy it i'd be a detriment to the team yeah. So that'd be pretty cool to be able to practice. Cause I do try to play them. They're a lot of fun to play. But I always, you know, don't do that great as it opposed to being, you know, Ryan Hart being a shield and taking the damage and stuff, hammering people. Yeah. There's actually a setting on this app. Uh, it's called Aim Hero. Um, it, it can go into different games that, like, can imitate, like, the way you aim in that game. So there's a setting for Overwatch. Uh, maybe you should check it out. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. 
Like, yeah, it's on Steam. Um, it's pretty. It's a really nice app to like just practice your aim in general. Cause like, I, I went from seventy percent um, uh, accuracy to ninety percent. Like, like, yeah, it's just insane. And like, um, the reaction time, like, how many? It, is it went from like point six second or point six between each shots, point six seconds between each shot to like point three eight. I'm at point three eight right now. Like, you know, you, you get faster like each time, and it's like it's just like exercising, you know. It's like exercising your hand muscles and your reaction time, the hand-eye co coordination. It's and it's pretty cool, you know. You know, I've been really trying to get other people in this podcast to, like, maybe talk about, you know, like, the things they were doing before and how they were trying to succeed in that. And, um, you know, it's just kind of like, like we said, like, everything's kind of up in the air right now. We're trying to play it by ear and just, you know, trying to make better choices. Like the right choices, like while at the same time trying to ride with it, you know, like whatever goes. Do you think? Uh, do you think things will go back to normal? Do you think people are just gonna like change everything? Do you think it's just gonna be like, okay, people are short-sighted, everything's back to normal? I don't think so. I don't think anything will be the same after this. Um, or I mean, at least I'm hoping for the change, you know, because. We need to be better prepared for this kind of thing if we're gonna move forward, you know. Just like, just like um, being uncomfortable and always like you know shedding skin and to, to grow, you know, to be better. Um, us as a society, I feel like should be able to like shed the the old old ways we had, like you know, question the tradition of how we've dealt with these pandemics and just. Um, the, the economic failure that came with it and everything else the, the repercussions you know we should be able to question the traditions that led to to those and be able to adapt and change because that's what that's what we humans should be able to do you know to enable uh, in order to move forward to like like the future that we want I feel like um, change is necessary yeah yeah definitely well, what do you Hate and the bigotry should stop somewhere, you know? There's a line. Yeah, 
I feel like yeah. that we, we we stop and think, you know, oh, it's okay. We have different we have differences of opinions, but we should be able to get past that because I feel like that's what that's what we sh that's what love is, you know. Like we should show love to each other like that. Yeah, I feel like it's very important in like coming together because who else but us to figure this out, you know? Like, why are you trying to like? Why would you try to um, silence those who are trying to help you, like, especially during these times, just because you have a difference in opinions, you know? each time we do this podcast is that we're all humans and we're all the same consciousness that just made different life choices and just have had different experiences but we're all the same in, in deep inside you know the way we make things connect in our head you know it's just that we've had different experiences that led to this and we should we should get past the hate you know all the negativity and um the ferocity towards each, each other, you know. Like, like, yeah, like you said, like, like Martin Luther King, like, said that hate cannot destroy hate; only love can. And I feel like a lot of people have this mentality of fire, fight fire with fire, you know. Like, oh, if someone's like yelling at me, I should yell louder, and um, that's something we should be conscious conscious about ourselves, you know. If you catch yourself doing something like that, you know. Maybe, maybe it's time to catch yourself and say, "Hey, is this is this worth it?" Because I feel like yeah. time is wasted on that energy. Like all that energy is wasted trying to throw negativity, you know, towards yeah. another person. And um, there's really no point in it. I feel like it's putting more stress on yourself, and and it, that leads to other negative. Um, negative aspects in your life you'll, you'll start to worry and what other people think and then you start judging yourself more because then you judge others and I feel like it's just a spiral of darkness if you keep going down that path you know so I feel like it's important to make these choices to be con conscious about what you say um, word choice is a big thing like it really changes your your perspective once you change one like you find the the what's it called the synonyms right is that is that right you find a synonym for a word and make it better like just the the way you word it will definitely the way you speak it to someone else I feel like um, definitely impacts the vibe you give off you know. And I think that's very important when you speak to others. 
that you try to make the conscious decision to always have the kind vocabulary, you know? Yeah, definitely. And like, if I think about it, the more negativity you put in the world, the more negativity you're going to get back. You're going to deserve it. Like, if you're not even trying to be positive, then no one's going to be positive towards you. No one's going to, you know, if you always have a grumpy face on, you'd always, you know, talk bad to others, talk down to others, you're going to get talked down to. No one's going to be smiling at you and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. you can't expect to get positivity back if you only give negativity. Definitely. And definitely with word choices, man. Like, it makes me think about, like, working out and stuff like that. I always, I play games with Cuban a lot, you know, I'm like, hey, Cuban, I'm going to go work out. And he's like, you don't have to. I'm like, even I have to. He's like, no, you choose to. It's like, yes, I choose to because I have to. And we just get to an argument about it, and it's just silly. But no, I understand. Sure. The way you word it, yeah, definitely. Like you're standing by your words, like your beliefs. You know, you have a strong resolve, and that that really helps you be like think for yourself. You know, yeah. you're. You're a leader, not a follower, when it comes to thoughts like that, and I f it's a very important trait to have. I feel like to be and to be a human, you know, because we we will all have different types of opinions, um, different from one the, uh, one another. But it's important to stand by your own opinions, you know, and not just waver in front of like an argument because you're scared of confrontation. You know, it's okay to oh, have yeah, it's, it's okay to have a debate about about certain topics even if it's taboo it's important to have those conversations because then we can grow from it and that's why i feel like this podcast um is a thing like it's important for me like it's helping me definitely like talk more to people and understand what it what other people are feeling and thinking you know and it helps me like be more i guess compassionate um empathic yeah. you know I more understanding towards more other people it's just you know it, these kinds of conversations really just just helps you see the other perspectives people have and you know it's kind of like reading a book or you know listening to a podcast like this it, it, it gives you another perspective yeah especially if you can take it out of like what you're listening to and you go talk to others about it like talk to your families about things don't just you know how was your day that day talk to your friends about things talk to your coworkers about things don't just leave it how it is i mean we're coworkers, we're friends and we didn't start out having these conversations until we both decided you know we want this out of life and it's like hey man i want that out of life too and we yeah. just went with it you know we're going we found something in common and now we're we're working on it you know we're building this friendship and we're working on ourselves at the same time and it's kind of a beautiful thing to see others like rise up because as soon as i started seeing the light um in things and trying to be more helpful with others and like you know the success to me is like bringing up others with me at the same time right and I feel like I've met a lot of people with this same mentality ever since I've had it and it's it's really amazing to see because then others around them start to have this motivation to be better and I feel like I, it's, it's crazy and I'm not crediting, crediting myself for anything like that but it's just I've, I can see it you know happening around me and it's really amazing because people want to come here and talk about their experiences and how they're trying to be better and how they're trying to come up 
for for their family and their friends you know to help them and that's all we all we want you know and it's it's amazing how uh, once you start looking at things differently you find the same people with the same mentality like the same sex the same drive for success you know and I feel like that's what a lot of successful people do you know they find the same people with the same goals or the same kind of path and I feel like once we open up the conversation get past the differences you know we can all get here yeah for sure and it's just a choice you have to make like we're talking about the podcast choices that we make I mean when you decide to change life and I mean it doesn't have to be this life altering thing instantly you're going to turn your entire life around in one day I mean it's impossible it like that yeah you just gotta make little decisions that slowly better your life even if you're like in like the, like you're depressed and stuff like that like I don't even know how depression feels anymore. I've been so happy, man. Like, I know that might sound kind of like, oh, ha, ha, I'm not depressed, but I don't, I don't mean it like that. It's just, it's whenever things are good, they're really good, and it's hard to fall down from that perspective whenever you get there. Definitely. I, um, depression doesn't go away, um, I can tell you that, but I can definitely feel myself more positive, and, like, whenever I feel kind of down, like, it's not like I'm, I'm brooding on it. I, I, I immediately tried to find something to to take care of myself mentally and physically and it just changes my whole perspective at that point and it's easier and easier yeah. each time and I, I know it's hard for some people to understand but it's like exercising it's it's like trying to practice my aim it's it's muscle memory how you feel and how you deal with it you know you get used to trying to help yourself it's it's about finding things that will make you happy in those times where you find yourself down, you know, because no one else knows how you feel and, and it's hard to explain to others how you can feel better. And only, you can, only you can make the choice to either brood on that depression and just sit there and have all the self-loathing feelings and just be depressed all the time or you can make the choice of trying to make a, a the, the doing a tiny thing that makes you happy like I, I don't know I I try to eat I some and maybe depression eating is not the best but I, I try to find some like what take a walk outside I try to skateboard I I watch a show that I like um, you know, trying to get out of that headspace of negativity. Yeah. And definitely, man. And it's just something you, you can work on each day and I know it's hard for some and I, I definitely understand where you're coming from, Josh, where like it's it's hard to top get down from a high place, but it's it's not like I came and and just stepped up here one day and just stayed here. I worked on it. It's like I've been yeah. working on journaling for months and months and I actually look back on on some of the first things I said to myself when I, why I'm doing the journaling and then the, the first couple of weeks of it I was looking at the goals and whatnot and I have definitely changed my wording and my perspective on things just over time by practicing this one, one simple task and it's I've built upon it um, over and over and I'm I'm building this world for myself where everything 
is beautiful, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man. It's awesome, man. Thinking about, like, the wording that you're talking about, I love that you used the reference back to video games and, like, improving your aim and just, like, improving your life and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. I like that. And, uh, it just makes me think, like, I was talking to my mom the other day and, uh, she told me, like, I was like, oh, gosh, I'm sore. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, why are you sorry? You don't have to be sorry. Stop apologizing. Don't apologize for everything. And I realized that ever since I've been to therapy, like, one thing she told me was, you know, you have to apologize for anything. It's not your fault. It's genuinely your fault to apologize, but unless it's not, don't ever say it over I'm sorry. And I kind of took that to heart, and I don't apologize for anything now. Like, if I mess up, yes, of course, I'm going to apologize, but there's no reason to apologize if someone has a bad day or something like that. That just kind of brings down your mental aspect. It brings down your ego or your self-worth, man, because it's not your fault. And it's crazy. It may not seem like much, but the words you say also impact, like, your ego and stuff like that, like, your self-worth. And like you said, you just have to change the way you say things. If you say things positive, you're going to think more positively. Don't ever tell yourself, you know, oh, I'm a loser, I'm worthless, because you're going to start believing it. And when you believe it, it's very hard to get out of that rut. God, I'm so glad you said something about that because that's also something I talked about with my with my counselor, my therapist. Um, you know, that's something I've watched a lot. Um, like every time I would type, "I'm sorry," I delete it because I used to tell everyone that all the time. If they're like, and I feel like that made me a bad listener. Like I I, I apologize for anyone I've told I'm sorry for. Like it's um, now I like whenever somebody said that. They had a bad day. Just they're trying to like vent to me. I I tell them, you know, thank you for opening up to me like that, and that yeah. opens up a new conversation, a, a healthier conversation. And you know, their mood starts getting up, and then I, like you know, I feel better about the situation because I definitely feel like you know I'm helping them, you know, get up and have a better experience, you know. And what? Oh man, this this actually like brings up another um, thing I've been seeing um domingo um actually brought up this idea to me where you there there's this person um i can't remember but he he tries to help people have better experiences not so that um or he tries to be positive not for his own benefit but so others can have a better ex life experience and that they're not as miserable you know and I feel like I've taken that to heart and I try to do that with everyone and that's why like the wording thing to me is very important because like the way you word things just change the perspective perspectives on um, on everybody's side um, not just yourself but um, those that you're talking to and conversing with and just using more positive vocabulary is really important like just making that one good conscious choice of not avoiding saying I'm sorry but instead saying thank you or I appreciate you or or something along those lines um, I've been yeah. saying appreciate I appreciate you ever since I think I've met you Josh and it's amazing because like that's just a part of my vocabulary you know, that I've, I, I tell everybody I appreciate them and like I, I actually do and it's it's insane how like just that one word you know, just boost everything else. Yeah. And I have you. I have you to thank for that, man. That's that's awesome. Well, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> and uh, 
and it makes me think like you talked about the guy who tries to put more positivity in the world and it's like people that tell you you know you find fulfillment doing charitable things they're not BSing you it, it, helping others does make you feel good just imagine like if you cook something for someone and you like to cook and you want to see the look on their face that they enjoyed it and that makes you feel good it just all goes back to that if you can't get out of depression on your own and you're just sad and you're always telling yourself that you're worthless just go help others then and you will find fulfillment in that there's no way you won't unless you're like a sociopath or something i don't know if you don't find fulfillment and others being happy because of the, something you've done and it'll help you out and you'll get more victories and you'll start feeling better about yourself definitely man um if you can help others why not do it you know what i mean like if you, if they come to you and ask for help why not if you had the resources to do whatever you know it doesn't have to be monetary it doesn't have to be food it can be like the simplest thing as like helping him carry one one thing if you have the time of day to help somebody you know it the smallest things that you can do to help others will make you feel better about yourself because you did something and then when others help you you'll understand like the, the feeling of, of and the joy of uh, receiving and giving help it's it's amazing and i don't get why people don't help others more I, I don't know if it's just because people are selfish i know i always go back to this quote uh from uh, legend of Korra. Whenever they're talking, she's talking to Rava, or Avatar Wan is talking to Rava, and uh, she tells them, most people don't recognize others around them, no matter how many people are around them. And it's like, it's so true, man. People are just kind of stuck in their bubbles, and they don't really care about others. And it goes back to what you said about how everyone's a person, and trying to care about them just on the fact that they're a person. And I mean, you don't gotta go specific like white like that, or, you know what I mean? You don't have to go your way to those people. I don't think there's any reasoning with those people. Just the average person on the street isn't a bad person. Yeah, definitely. It, it, I feel like it has to do with with ego, you know, um, and overthinking in oneself. I feel like, you know, oh, that guy looks mean, oh, he's probably gonna do this or that. And, you know, it, it, there's another example I have of Domingo. Um, he, he works at this um, store, I'm not gonna say the name, but um, the other workers he, he had, he had a co-workers he had with him were afraid of confrontation and they, they like because this this customer was like saying that he didn't want this this product because it wasn't like it was bad and he was trying to complain you know and the guy was really just trying to talk to somebody and you know domingo understood that and he was he was just standing his ground and he's not afraid of confrontation you know he he just said like oh, okay well there's no reason for you to be mad you know okay i can help you return that and i can ref we can refund your money you know it's it's just about how you word it and how you can and, and how you take certain things because you have to understand people will be angry sometimes and it's okay you know you have to understand where they're coming from you don't have to yell back or get mad at them for being mad you know it just makes things worse i feel like and you don't have to be afraid of those kinds of confrontations like being able to have that conversation will just change that guy's perspective you know maybe next time he won't be like that and it's like you know it's just something you hope each time and those are just things uh, yeah i was just gonna say that those are just things that you have to be conscious about you know like when you're talking to people yeah and that makes you think about work man and like our co-workers who uh 
when they first start and they're scared. Yeah. Like, you know, the customers, they're addicted to bingo. Yeah. So nine out of ten, they're not trying to get mad at you. I mean, there's some out there that are rude. I'm not going to name the rude customer. Well, anyway, you know, that's not going to be a activity for the world, but sometimes people get rude, and that's one thing. But a lot of times, you know, they're not trying to reach out to Danny. And I think a lot of people that come to work here with us, they learn how to stand up for themselves because if they don't, they're going to get walked on. I mean, it just happens, but the Definitely, man. That is something I'm very thankful for, for that, to this uh, job we have at Bingo, and, you know, I definitely saw myself, like, changing in that way, and, like, just being able to confront others and, like, get past their negativity, like, there are, like, those good customers we have, but, like, once you get past that brick wall they put up of negativity and hate, they actually just, like, sweet old people, you know? Like, you can joke around with and, like, I have no problems with anyone ever since, like, you know, trying, like, getting past that. It's just that people have a wall they put up all the time, and it's just to protect their, their selves and their feelings, I feel like. And that's something we all have to understand, and must respect. spread some light on, on, on things like this and help others understand that it's gonna be okay like you don't have, it's not the end of the world when you argue with somebody or you have a difference of opinion we all make choices that lead to where, where we are so make that good good conscious choice to to be kind to others anytime you can and every time if not that um I catch myself having those moments too where, where it feels weird or it feels negative but I try to catch myself and I hope you do too and um, are there any parting words you want to give us Josh? Uh, if I had any parting words for this one, it's remember that you deserve to be happy. Think about that in your life, you're going through things, don't just allow yourself to be happy. You know what's like, I said about misery. Everyone deserves to be happy. Definitely, man. Everybody deserves to have to be happy, and and you must you must do whatever it takes for yourself to be happy. If it, that means cutting off some toxic people in your life, or just cutting off bad habits, whatever it may be, um, just make that choice, man. Um, nobody's stopping you. It's all it's it's all up to you. You you have the choice. Um, so on that note, thank you again for listening to Caller's Choice. Um, this is Josh. And, um, thank you for listening. I love you all.